Man, I love college. Do I really have to graduate or can I just stay here for the rest of my life? Kino Radio. Kino Radio. Kino Kino Radio. Still got some cheeses in my mouth. 13 and all. 13 and oh. 13 and oh. That's it. That's the podcast. That's all I have to say. The biggest heater I've ever been on last week. Rivalry weekend. The best weekend of all the all the weekends for college football. That's a lame way to put it, the best weekend of all the weekends, but it is the best. It's the most fun. A fantastic college football Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for Thanksgiving weekend, the holiday weekend last weekend. I'm going to reset the record for most amount of time saying weekend, this weekend, this podcast. Excuse me. Like I said, I just had my Cheez-Its. That was rude, but I needed some brain food. 13-0. I rattled off 13 straight victories. I didn't go 13 and all on the weekend. I went 13 3 and 1. Not that bad. Pretty good. But the thing that makes it better is all 13 came in a row. Started with the Egg Bowl. Like I said, fantastic game. Lock of the week. By the way, locks of the week. We're going into championship Saturday slash Friday for the Pac 12. 11 and 1 on locks of the week this, this year. Kino Radio Locks of the Week, 11-1 this season. So if you've been following along with the Locks of the Week, you made yourself a couple bucks, a couple bucks, and the only one loss is so stupid. It, was a, it wasn't even a real, that was, it was a real lock, but I hated it. It was Auburn plus five at Penn State. Stupid. Week two, I think, week three, something like that. 13-0. Like I said, started with the Egg Bowl. Michigan money line, had it. Iron Bowl, Auburn plus 20, had it. We'll get into those games. Great games this weekend. Awesome uh, rivalry weekend. Rivalry. I was going to say rivalry Saturday. Awesome rivalry weekend. Heading into championship Saturday. A little movement. Some coaches all over the place. It was a great way to cap off the regular season. I can't believe it's over. I can't believe we're heading to Atlanta for the SEC. I can't believe we're heading to Indianapolis for the Big Ten. I can't believe we're heading to Las Vegas. For the Pac-12, I can't be. I can't believe we're heading to Dallas for the Big 12. I assume it's Dallas, and I have no idea. I can't believe. No, I can't believe. I can't believe. But we're heading to Charlotte for the ACC, if I remember correctly. I don't know if I nailed all those. I know the first three I got. Big 12, ACC, not totally sure. All neutral sites this weekend. Obviously, championships. Georgia in Atlanta. Neutral site, technically, but going to have some heavy uh, heavy Bulldog fans there. So, 13-0, just an unbelievable streak. It was awesome. I loved it. I had so much fun. It was one of the ones where it was like, how does, how does this keep happening? Win after win after win. And I got smoked in the Clemson, South Carolina. That one wasn't even close. But the late-night fun game, Cal, UCLA, I did over 58, 
They went 56. Two points right there. The first one that I lost, Oklahoma State minus four and a half, Oklahoma. They won by four. There was one other game too. But between those two, two of the three losses combined two and a half points. So we were hot this weekend, which just means coming up, last weekend rather, this weekend, championship weekend, I'm going zeros. I'm going over. There's just no way I don't go over this weekend. So I'm excited though. We got some good games on the docket. We'll dive right into it. Goodness gracious, the Cheez Its are not not doing not doing great right now. All right, let's bring up the app. But before we get into that, Avril Lavigne's new single, Bite Me, absolutely fantastic. She just signed to Travis Barker's new record label. Found that out today on her Instagram. It's just a classic Travis Barker, MGK, all these guys. If you're big into punk rock, pop punk right now, you're getting Travis Barker on the drums. You're getting him to produce your record. Bite Me, Avril Lavigne, just so catchy. So it's like any MGK song. It's just so catchy, so good. If you haven't listened to it, it came out a couple weeks ago. Tune in. Avril officially back. Lincoln Riley, not the coach of LSU. He didn't lie. Is the coach of USC. Brian Kelly is now the coach of LSU. Sonny Dykes, coach of TCU. I think that's all. But Lincoln Riley, I mean, he was in LA. 36 hours after coaching in the Battle of Bedlam. I mean, think about that. It just, it happens so quickly. And I guess we'll get into Lincoln Riley first. It just, but but between the two of them, it happens so quickly. You go from pouring your heart and soul into a season with all these kids. You recruit them all. You tell them all you're going to make their dreams come true. And then pull the plug on them. I just, there needs to be a window. Like, it should have to wait until the season's officially over. Or, like, I guess maybe you don't have to play your bowl game. But for Notre Dame, Brian Kelly, you're still legit have a shot at the playoff. Like, if things go your way, Alabama loses, Cincinnati loses, you're in the playoff. And Brian Kelly's not there. So if they end up getting in, I kind of hope they win it all. I don't like Notre Dame, but I kind of hope they win it all just to spite Brian Kelly. But... It's just there. There should be a window. It doesn't feel right, and I, I don't know. There's and it, uh, you see a lot of different dis- uh, opinions on this. Some people are like, ah, it's a business. Blah blah blah. They don't know anything to them. I just think there's there should be a window. It's just not the best way to. Why do you have to leave 24 hours after your season ends? If you're Oklahoma, if you're Lincoln Riley, why can't they like January 1st? Why can't you go? Your bowl game will be over unless you play whatever. Like finish the season. You don't need an extra two weeks on recruiting. Everyone says, oh, it's the recruiting. You don't need it. Especially a guy that high profile, you're going to USC. It's like maybe these little schools, maybe I, maybe like Sonny Dykes at TCU get a leg up. But, but like Lincoln Riley going to USC, you see all the people already decommitted. They're following him. I was listening to Kirk Herbstreit on a podcast. He made a good point. Kids aren't really going to schools anymore. They're going to coaches. So it's not like people are committing, I want to be in Oklahoma sooner. They're committing to, I want to play for Lincoln Riley. As you saw, we'll see what Caleb Williams does. Five-star freshman recruit. Maybe he follows him. Uh, he's a true freshman, so he's got at least two years of eligibility left. Maybe he follows Lincoln over to USC. Uh, Malachi Johnson, I believe his name. Malachi's sick name. Another five-star out of the L.A. area. Was committed to Oklahoma. Just decommitted, recommitted to USC. So he literally was just following Lincoln Riley. So it's interesting. I don't like when they do it. I think it's lame. I think you finish out the season. You start. You finish what you started. Just like one of the most old, oldest things in the books. Um, so the way Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley both did it, 
don't know. At least Oklahoma's out of the playoff. But, I mean, Brian Kelly, legit, they might make the playoff. So that's kind of wild to me. Do I think Lincoln Riley's scared of the SEC? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he had a chance to go to LSU, turn it down. Oklahoma is going to the SEC, and he jumps ship. It looked, by the looks of it, yeah, he's scared of the SEC. Do I blame him? Absolutely not. I could see Steve Sarkeesian in Texas jumping ship quicker, though, because Texas stinks. They ended up turning around, got a win to finish out the season, thank goodness. But, no, I, 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 again, Kirk Herbstreet, my guy, who knows, I think he's number one in college football insight. He made another good point where he said, I don't blame Lincoln Riley. I know a lot of people are saying they want to jump ship or he's jumping the, jumping, jumping the shark before going to the SEC. Dan Mullen canned last year went toe-to-toe with Alabama in the SEC championship game. This year, 6-6, six and six, canned. Ed Orgeron, two years ago, won the whole dang national championship. Two years later, see ya, gone. <clears throat> can you blame these guys for not wanting to play in that type of environment i know maybe you want a longer lease you go to usc and it's only you're like, there's only positives coming from you. you're gonna turn it around people are gonna go to you you're gonna turn it around people are like oh you're leaving oklahoma to go play in front of an empty stadium and i'm the biggest sec guy i like oklahoma way better and the big 12 way better than usc but pac-12 goes to the usc usc is a blue blood not that oklahoma isn't not that lsu isn't but you go out there, great recruiter. You know how much talent is in Southern California? Matty Corral, Ole Miss, California, L.A. area. DJ Ukulele, even though he's overrated, L.A. area from Clemson. Bryce Young, L.A. area. Heisman, probably winner after last weekend. I heard one other guy. There's four of them. I forget the fourth one, but still. Those three, three starting quarterbacks for top 25 teams, all from L.A., and they're not going to USC. It's like Texas. Texas has lost out on so many great players over the years. So I think Lincoln Riley and his recruiting, quarterback guru, offensive guru, he'll do a great job at USC. USC will be back. And it's better. Like I said, I'm not a USC guy. I'm not a Pac-12 guy, but the sport's better when USC is good. Pac-12 is just irrelevant this year. Oregon kind of on the radar a little bit. They're in the playoff for a hot sec, but they got Utah again this weekend. They're going to lose again. So it'll it'll be good for college football for Lincoln Riley out there. Again, just don't love the way he did it. Don't love him leaving like that, leaving him high and dry. Brian Kelly, I, wish, uh, I will say I'd be much happier if Lincoln Riley went to LSU. Brian Kelly to LSU. I don't think he he's not a, he's not an SEC guy. I don't see it there. Most winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Our guys at the Four Horsemen podcast, check it out. Notre Dame podcast, Notre Dame football specific, I believe. Losing their minds the last week, just barking the whole time. LSU's not as strong, not as big a school as Notre Dame. It's not as big of a job. It's not coveted. All this jargon. Well, guess what? Your coach. He left you for LSU. So yeah, maybe, just maybe, LSU is as big of a job, if not bigger. If the winningest coach in your school's history leaves to go there, amid a potential college football playoff berth and a national championship, still decides to go. I know money talks, but time to look in the mirror, Notre Dame, you know? 
and now they're spinning it on him. Ah, he's done as much as he can do. He's running out. We wanted this Marcus Freeman cat anyways, yada, yada, yada. Absolute spin zone out of Notre Dame. That's why Notre Dame stinks. And I just don't know. I don't get the Brian Kelly hype. He hasn't done anything. Couple college football playoffs. Hasn't won anything. Got smoked uh, the most recent time. Who'd they play? Alabama, I think. Uh, got smoked them. They're always in the mix, but they play a joke schedule. You won't be playing Navy. I'm playing Syracuse, Pittsburgh, all these teams. Playing Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Georgia. Tennessee's on the rise. So I'm interested to see how he does. Football is better when USC and LSU are good. So hopefully it's hopefully it's hopefully it works out. Notre Dame will be fine. They'll be middle of the road like they always are. Top middle of the road. Not middle of the road. Top 10 middle of the road. Penn State. Wisconsin. That area. Michigan State. You know, that that area. So, a lot of turnaround in college football. Both of them don't like how they did it. Brian Kelly's just, it's so, and he had like a two-minute press conference. Was out of there. Said a week ago that he's not leaving. Turns around. Goes to LSU. Lincoln Riley, 110 mil. Private jet. Bought their house in Norman. Bottom of house in LA. It's crazy what these guys get. So it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. A lot of good stuff on the rise. And it was a wild weekend in college football. Uh, those are the two. Two rare. Do you see two big big names go? Not pair. Well, I guess it's kind of sideways. Like not from there to the NFL. NFL back to college. Smaller school. Sunny Dykes. SMU going to TCU. You're going Oklahoma to USC. Notre Dame to LSU. In the midst of good seasons, ten and two and eleven and one, you know, so it, it, you don't see that often. That was that was some big big news coming this weekend. So good to see a little shake up. That was that was after after the wild weekend of all the games. So let's dive into that. Um, let me bring up the app real quick. Might be a quick moment of silence. Let me grab grab a sip of water. It's a long. I don't even know if that was a rant. I don't think it was a rant because it was some pauses in there. I think I did a good job enunciating and letting that conversation breathe. You know, we're getting better. 12 weeks into the season, we're starting to figure it out a little more. Thinking. You know, you got to think sometimes. You can't just shoot from the hip like I always do. Also on our pick'em pool this weekend. So, big time winner. Big time winner this weekend. Felt good. Needed one. Officially back uh, in the in the black. Not in the red, in the black for uh, gambling this season. Finally got over 500. Needed that heater. So, felt good. Again, like I said, I know this weekend I'm just going to be in the absolute toilet. So, computer went black. Instead of powering through like we usually do, took the responsible route, stopped it, restarted another video. Hopefully, these line up and match up. If you're listening to this, then it worked out. Just know that. It's like the Michael Scott ultimatum right here if you're watching this. To my, to, well, he has one to Holly, and then he has one to his unborn son. So it's like any ultimatum in any movie, but specifically The Office. All right. Texas, like I mentioned, they beat Kansas State to finish 5-7, and seven, not even bowl eligible. Yikes, Sarkeesian. That's what happens when you lose six weeks in a row. Awful season out of Texas. We need a big bounce back. Get a big recruiting class. We need Texas back. I wish Lincoln Riley went there. Um, Iowa. Holds on to beat Nebraska. Nebraska 3-9. and nine. Scott Frost, you're supposed to save the Cornhuskers. You are a Cornhusker. Nothing. 
I don't think he's had six wins yet. I don't think he's gone to a bowl game. Need Nebraska back. Iowa, Big Ten berth. That's what that win did. Are they going to upset him again? Are they going to ruin Michigan season this time around? Michigan State? No, that was Purdue who did that. Purdue beat Iowa. Never mind. That take it. Purdue is the uh, the season, the Grim Reaper. Uh, low scoring game. I'll get into that after. Uh, that'll be that championship. I forgot. I was thinking we we're we we're looking ahead. We're still looking behind, gang. Arkansas beats Missouri. Arkansas won. They won all their trophies this year. They won their trophy versus Missouri. They won their turf, trophy versus uh, LSU, and they won their trophy versus some other one. They have a bunch of just like state and boot and cool stuff trophies. So good to see. Shout out to Arkansas. Good season. Sam Pittman. That's a good season. Eight and four. Bowl eligible. Finished the season ranked twenty five. Can't complain about that. Losses came to Ole Miss, Alabama, and Georgia. Three losses, I think. So, good season. Hang your hat on that. Razorbacks, hopefully they're officially back. That SEC West is going to be an absolute gauntlet. Brian Kelly, you ready for it? Like we talked about. Cincinnati holds on. They beat ECU to hold on to their uh, undefeated regular season, 12-0. They win this weekend versus Houston. They're in the playoff. Utah, unaffected by the thin air because they're also in the mountains versus Colorado. They're in the Pac-12 championship. Iowa State wins. They end up smoking TCU. They end up going 7-5. and five. TCU just all over the place. Beats Baylor. Gets smoked by Iowa State. Iowa State, after all that hype, they end up going 7-5. Uh, and five. I wonder if their coach, who's been rumored to NFL jobs, if he ends up sticking around. Not a great season after all that. Uh, speaking of not great seasons, UNC loses to North Carolina State to finish 6-6 six and six after all that. 6-6 six and six after I had them going to the national title game. That was the worst prediction of the season, bar none for Kyle. Also a wild finish that game. Couldn't close it out. They were up like seven with four minutes left, and they ended up losing by four, or up by 14 with like five minutes left. North Carolina State gets a touchdown, converts, gets a two-point conversion, gets an onside kick, goes down and scores again. Just one of those games. That UNC plus six was an absolute ride. That was a Friday night one, too. That was a fun one. That was one of the heater games. Um, and then Wazoo... Takes down Washington, who had a down year uh, for the Apple Cup, I believe, 40-13. to 13. Wake Forest beats BC. BC finishes a nice 6-6. Six and six. Wake Forest in the ACC title game. Uh, Florida squeaks by Florida State. Florida ended up 6-6. Six and six. That kind of came out of nowhere. They were good at the beginning of the year and then just sputtered. Florida State 5-7. and seven, So Florida State three points away from having a better record than Florida this year. And Florida State is on the all-time stinks list. So Florida's got to look themselves in the mirror. New coach. They hired the dude from Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. He's supposed to be an offensive guru, so that'll be good. Georgia, a whopping 45-0 over their rival, Georgia Tech. They finished 12-0, number one seed, SEC championship. Number one defense this year. They let up 83 points this season. Next best defense in the league, Clemson, which was surprised me because Clemson wasn't very good. Clemson let up 182 points this year. If you doubled Georgia's points allowed, they would still be number one in the country for points allowed. That defense is insane. I can't wait to see uh, Alabama try to dissect it, see what Saban's got for him, Bryce Young. That's going to be a good game. Um, Michigan, finally, Harbaugh. Monkey off the back, takes down Big Bad Ohio State, 42-27, to too. That's a big win. That's a big win. Convincing win. Didn't come down to the wire. Harbaugh probably gets lifetime extension now. He should win the Big Ten and go to the playoff. He's got Ohio State. That's such a bad Michigan State loss. But it doesn't matter now because he's in the Big Ten championship game. Who cares if he lost? You win this weekend, you're in the playoff. He stays at least a couple more years. They're Cade McNamara, sneaky, underrated. 
That's uh, that Big Ten game is gonna be awesome. I wish it was outdoors. The Ohio State Michigan game, little snow flurry, it was like thirty eight degrees. Oh, oh, Big Ten football at its finest. That was an awesome game to watch. I like the All Navies for uh, Michigan too. Um, what else we got? Baylor finishes strong to go to ten and two to also go to the Big Twelve championship game. They are going just like I said. Um, any late games? Oregon beats Oregon State. They are in the Pac-12 championship game. Auburn, Alabama, the Iron Bowl. Four overtimes, first overtime in Iron Bowl history. Auburn blew it. Tank Bigsby doesn't run out of bounds. Bryce Young, just an epic 95-yard drive with a minute and a half to go to send it to overtime. He's going to win the That was his Heisman moment. He's going to win the Heisman now. As much as I want Matty Corral to win it, I mean, that was ridiculous, especially if he has a big SEC championship. Um, you had it, Auburn. Alabama finishes 11 and 1 now. Auburn 6 and 6. Bad season. You had it. You would have gone 7 and 5 and an Iron Bowl victory. Oh, so close. So close. Auburn just an up and down year. All over the place. Big games, awful games. Play Alabama tight, lose huge to Georgia. It's just they were all over the place. Tough to read. Tennessee finishes strong 7 and 5, bowl eligible. They smoke Vanderbilt. That's great. They're on the turnaround, up and up. Good first year to uh, Jeremy Heupel. Tennessee, good to, we need Tennessee back. The SEC East is just not great right now. It's Georgia and then a huge drop-off now that Florida stinks. Tennessee's coming along. Kentucky's hanging in there too. Let's get Tennessee back. Let's get Florida back. Those big guns, we need a little more. The SEC West, like I mentioned, is an absolute gauntlet. Let's get the SEC East back to where it should be. Minnesota knocks off Wisconsin to keep Wisconsin out of the Big Ten Championship. I feel like Wisconsin's in every single year. Well, they're on the west side, I think. Big Ten West. Because, yeah, the other side's Michigan State, Michigan and Ohio State, Penn State. So, Wisconsin usually just cakewalks their way in. But, Iowa going, like I said. Um, Arizona State beats Arizona. Arizona finishes 1-11. Bad. They got to figure that one out. Uh, Dub V, 6-6 six and six to finish the season, 34-28. and 28. LSU knocks off. This was a good game. Texas A&M. Texas A&M, after all the hoopla, national champs, they're going to win the SEC West. They're going to win the SEC. College football play. 8-4. You know who else used to go 8-4? Kevin Sumlin. Jimbo Fisher, what's going on over there? You got to turn it around. Uh, Kentucky smokes Louisville. Clemson smokes South Carolina. I thought South Carolina was going to put up a little more of a fight. After all that, Clemson only goes 9-3. Lost to Georgia. Who else did they lose to? Syracuse, maybe? I forget. But after all that saying, I said they're awful, blah, blah, blah. They're 23 in the I think they should be a little higher at 9-3 than 23. Um, and then Notre Dame beats Stanford. And like I mentioned before, Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma in a great game, the Battle of Bedlam. That's also sneaky, one of the better games of the season. So that's the regular season for college football. I finished on a high note. I hope you guys finished on a high note. We're officially going on the championship weekend. The final rankings, Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Alabama 3, Cincinnati 4, Oklahoma State 5, Notre Dame 6. Ohio State 7, Ole Miss 8, Baylor 9, Oregon 10. Georgia's in no matter what. Win or lose, they're in. Michigan wins, they're in. They stay at number 2. Alabama, they win, they're obviously in. They lose, I think they're out. Two losses, I don't think. Never has a two-loss team made the playoff. I don't think it starts now. Cincinnati, win, in, loss, out. Oklahoma State, win. Alabama or Cincinnati, 
or Michigan loss, they're in. At 11-1 and one and the Big 12, yes, they are in. I think, I'm just saying it because I've been a high on Baylor all year. I just, I literally just said there, there's never been a two-loss team in the playoff. It won't start now. Baylor wins. If Baylor wins, Alabama loses, Cincinnati loses. If Baylor wins and two teams lose, Baylor's in. How about that? It'll be tough for them if Alabama loses to jump Alabama, but you got to put some stake in the conference title. You got to put some stake in it. And I'm just saying this because I said all along they're going to beat Oklahoma and then they're going to win the Big 12 and they're going to go to the playoff. I said that like six weeks ago on this program. I really wish they didn't lose to TCU. That's what killed me. Um, so I'm sticking by it. Winner of the Big 12, Oklahoma State or Baylor, they make the playoff. Next week at this time, it will be Georgia 1, Michigan 2. Sad to say, Cincinnati 3, <sighs> Oklahoma State 4. Baylor's not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And even if they did, that wouldn't make sense. But even if they're not going to, Alabama would be in. So I'm going that. I'm going Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State. And I love it. I love how it is now. This would be a great college football playoff. Georgia versus Cincinnati. Georgia hangs 85 on them, so we can cut G5 teams out forever. And then Michigan, Alabama. I mean, are you kidding me? Two blue bloods. Talk about ratings right there. That would be unbelievable. And then if we got a Michigan-Georgia national championship, oh, I would love it. Or a rematch, uh, Georgia-Alabama. Or Cincinnati-Michigan. No. Uh, so I think this time next week, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, which I love. Some new team, All teams that have never made it before, besides Georgia. But I love Georgia. They're always in. They've only made it once or twice. No Alabama. No Clemson. No Ohio State. No Oregon. Who else is always in there? No Oklahoma. Love this. Get some fresh blood in there. Michigan, Oklahoma State. That's my prediction. We'll see what happens. I'll probably be way off. Let's go back to the scores. Championship weekend kicks off Friday. Pac-12 Friday in Vegas. Oregon at, or no ats. Oregon and Utah. Utah minus two and a half. Take it. Over under 58. Take the over. I'm going over. I'm going Utah covers. Oregon just kind of stinks. It's hard to beat a team twice, though. Maybe I talk myself out of this. Oregon. This is a pride game. This is, neither team's making the playoff. This is just strictly you play to win your conference. And Rose Bowl, I believe. Rose Bowl on the line. So this will be a good game to watch. I'm sticking with Utah, though. I'm sticking with Utah. Minus two and a half in the over. 12 noon. ABC, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State minus 55. Let's see if we can figure out where this is. Doesn't say. Minus five and a half. Take Baylor. It'll be a close game. Baylor five and a half. Plus five and a half. Over under 46 is the Big 12 championship game. We're putting up points, baby. Over 46 and a half. 4 p.m. CBS. SEC championship game, Atlanta, Georgia, Alabama. Alabama, first time being a dog in 92 weeks. 2015, last time they were a dog. Big dog, too. Alabama, plus 6.5, over under 49.5, under. 
Georgia wins this game with their defense. Alabama couldn't put up points against Auburn. They ain't putting up points against Georgia. Under 49.5, Georgia covers. I think Georgia wins by 10. I'm, I, you know, I bet against Alabama last week. It finally happened. I finally got Michigan, and I couldn't believe I got Michigan and Auburn the same weekend. You know, that never went. Usually, I've been betting against Ohio State and against Alabama in the Iron Bowl and Michigan, Ohio State for five years now. Hasn't happened. Finally happened this weekend. I'm riding the momentum. Georgia minus six and a half, under 49 and a half. Houston, Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus 10 and a half. That's decent line. Over 53. I'll take over 53. Yeah, Houston keeps it close. I think Houston's a good team. What's his face? The old West Virginia coach. He's a good coach. He's been in these situations before. I think Cincinnati still wins. I think Houston keeps it close. Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, 8 p.m. ABC, ACC championship game. Don't care. How about that? This is, again, like the Pac-12, strictly for the conference. No playoff bars. I don't even know what bowl the ACC gets you to. But Wake Forest plus three. Pittsburgh, I don't know anything about these teams. I know Wake Forest has been mad they haven't been getting any love all year, but they ended up being 10-2, Pittsburgh 10-2. Pittsburgh supposedly their quarterback, top draft pick. Over 71. My inclining would be take the under. That's an egregious amount of points. However, I don't know anything about these teams. Vegas must know more than me. So maybe take the over. I don't know. I'm going to go into this one blindly. Wake Forest plus three, under 71. How about that? Michigan, Iowa, 8 p.m. Wow, they're competing the two games. 8 p.m. These should all be staggered. 8 p.m. Fox, Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt. Iowa plus 11, un- over 43.5. I'm going under 43.5. This is a low-scoring affair. I'm going Iowa plus 11. Michigan wins outright. They win. money line, whatever it's called. Iowa keeps it within 11. I think it's like a four, five, six-point game. I think it's a little closer. A lot of run the ball. Good defenses. Iowa's tricky. Finally, ooh, they don't even get... FS1 for Pac-12 championship. They don't even get a real channel. You don't even get this if you only have basic cable. Oh, this isn't even the Pac-12 championship. That's why. It's USC Cal. I don't get this. USC Cal is just playing a game. Good. Late night. Last late night game of the season. 57.5. Cal minus 4.5. Take USC plus 4.5 over 57. That's going to do it for college football this season. This is it. All the marbles. We'll obviously have a preview for the bowl games, for the college football playoff, all that good stuff coming up next. It'll be interesting. I don't know when it'll come. Probably next week after the after the uh, final rankings come out. But thanks for tuning in all regular season long. Anyone who listened, I appreciate it. It was fun getting back into Kino Radio. Check out Avril Levine's new single. Let's win some money. Hopefully we don't go over this weekend. Hopefully I didn't lose you a ton of money this season if you actually listen to these picks and anything I was talking about. Let's go Bulldogs. Let's win a national championship. We're dancing like it's 1980. Peace. Man, I love college. Do I really have to graduate or can I just stay here for the rest of my life? Kino Radio. Kino Radio.